Attention listeners, learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. You know we'll never be 100% perfect, though you can chase it. Every piece of knowledge you add to your tool belt just makes you a more rounded person. Jamie is going to be raining value every single episode, along with the amazing guests that he has on the show. They'll be from all walks of life, from all different industries, all sharing their amazing and individual unique stories. Everyone has a story. Everyone has learnings from their experiences, and we want to share that with you. As Jamie loves to say, let's go get it. Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode, and one of the first for a very long time. Well, not very long, uh, but it's been a while. It has been a while, but it's good to be back in front of the mic uh, and getting back into the flow of it. Sorry for all you guys out there who have been messaging me for endless amounts of time asking when the next episode is coming out. Uh, It's absolutely my fault. I will own it. Uh, it has been a crazy six months, uh, you know, sort of media period uh, that has taken up a lot of my time uh, and taken up a lot of my energy. Uh, but you know what? I'm glad to be here now uh, and passing on all those learnings and passing on sharing a little bit more about what's happening, uh, what's been going on, uh, and prepare you guys for what's to come on Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool guests coming up, which I'll. I might leak one of them later on towards the end, uh, but I want to keep it a bit of a surprise. So it's been a it's been a big, 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 big year. Uh, can you believe it's already November? Shit, uh, already November, crazy. I can't believe I started this uh, podcast in December of 2018. So it's almost been a year uh, of launching the podcast. We've had great results. Uh, we've done some huge reach as well. We've gone over to uh, reached over 27 countries globally. Uh, and had a thousand plus downloads, uh, you know, for something that I just started off as a bit of a hobby. And I thought, hey, why not? Uh, you would have heard on the last episode uh, with Shiv uh, how I had a chat to him, and it was a bit of a just like, you know what? I want to, I want to do a podcast. How do I do it? What do I do? Uh, and before we knew it, we were live and up and running. Uh, and I think I had like 13, 14 episodes recorded before, yeah, we launched, and I just bang, went out and, and, and made it happen. So, uh, yeah, really proud of myself in that effort, but really proud to have reached so many people and get so many amazing messages over the last, like I said, almost year uh, from people who are listening all over the world and taking some some key points away from it. Uh, and you know what? Sharing the story, putting it out there, we've all got a story. We've all got something that we want to share uh, and having the ability to do that and pass it on it is really cool. So uh, I thought I'd get in today uh, and prep because as of next week, uh, there's pretty much almost one, sometimes two episodes going to be recorded and launched uh, every week pretty much to the end of the year. Got some cool people coming up from very, very different industries uh, and very, very different skill sets and you know, out of all different ages and experience who, who have all been quite successful in their own right uh, in doing whatever it is that they do. But I think what's most important that what I'm really excited about is to learn those key little one or two things, maybe three things that they really focus on. And I've got a feeling that it's going to be pretty consistent along across all, all of these amazing guests that we're going to have. Uh, because, you know, when it does come down to it, it's, it is always about that consistency. But I think it doesn't really matter what industry you're in. There's always a few key things as as successful people do consistently to get the, the result and, and get them to that level of, you know, success or or reward and achievement, whatever that is, and achieve those goals, uh, whatever it is for them, 
that gets them to that level uh, to become successful, like I mentioned, in that industry and in their field uh, and in their lives. So let's start off with some wins and what's been happening of recent. Obviously, real food vending has taken a lot of my time uh, and building that franchise up. For me, I thought it was a phone call uh, and ring someone and tell them that you want to launch a pod. Uh, sorry, launch a podcast, <laughs> launch a franchise model, and they do a few things. And a week or two later, it's game on. Um, unfortunately, for the better, it didn't work that way. Uh, we, you know, are partnered up with an amazing guy in Doug, who you know has been in franchising for many, many, many years. Um, worked with a lot of the biggest companies. Uh, you know, your McDonald's, your Krispy Kremes, your Hudson's and a lot of those coffee franchises to, to, to launch those brands and then to have him work in our team and, and a part of what we do uh, to build our model was, um, you know, if he said it was going to take an extra week, I was all for that, knowing that it was going to be done properly by a professional. So, and I'm really proud that we did that because it's now, we've now launched so successfully because of what we spent the last six, six months doing in that build up process. Uh, and we've already had a lot of people come to us asking <laughs> who built your model, who did it. Uh, can we have his details? And obviously you can. I will pass those on to you because I want to make sure that anyone else that ever wants to get into the franchise space uses the right people and gets gets the result ultimately because you do hear a lot of bad bad rap and, and franchising itself does get a bit of a bad name purely based on the fact that there's probably people out there trying to do dodges and people out there who potentially just don't know uh, and don't have the right support team and right people around them guiding and directing them to, to get the result as well and build their model up. Uh, and then unfortunately, the franchisor, if it all turns to shit, the franchisor sort of gets hung out to dry. Uh, and on the flip side of that, you've got franchisees who have invested money and are left in the lurches with nothing. So, um, you know, it's definitely, oh, first thing, recommend, if you're going to franchise, get a professional. Reach out to me if you if you want to franchise your business, whatever business you might be in, uh, and I'll give you my, the details to my guys because you know they've done an amazing thing, um, and they've been in the game for a very very long time. So I've got full trust and respect in what they do, that they'll continue to do that as well. So that's been a massive win, and it's, like I said at the start, it has taken a lot of my time and energy, uh, but you know what? It's all absolutely worth it. Uh, been traveling a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. It's actually funny. I was um, talking to someone, and I was saying, so I've just uh, hit. Uh, gold in the Virgin Velocity uh, reward scheme and to do that it's a bit of a feat you know like it takes a bit of an effort Uh, but to do it all on economy flights is a a huge effort in like 10 months 9 months Um, so that just sort of speaks about how much travelling I've done Uh, and I've pretty much almost already qualified for the next level which is platinum uh, and I only hit gold a couple months ago you know so um, the amount of travelling that we do uh, is absolutely incredible and uh, one of my good friends said to me uh, the goal is not to feel uh, jet lagged and not to feel tired after flying and the only way to do that is to fly a lot so my goal is to have that experience um, and not feel the jet lag and I'm actually getting better at it uh, went to Singapore and came back I was pretty much there for like two days came back to Melbourne uh, and almost just went straight back into it didn't really feel the difference so I think I'm winning at that. I think I'm getting there, which is really good. But a lot of traveling, a lot of coaching and speaking, which has been absolutely amazing. Uh, and again, that's probably not the, the second biggest thing that I've been working on is is, is coaching and speaking, educating and, and training and sharing. And you know, in 2020, it's going to open up so many more doors, and there's so many cool things that we're that we're working on. Um, and we've got an event coming up next week, I think it is. I have to check my calendar. Calendar is fully booked out, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's next week we're going to launch a whole new program and whole platforms, which is going to be really cool as well. Uh, and I'm really excited to be part of that uh, as 2020 rolls out. I did some numbers 
uh, about a week ago on, on the sort of the time that we're going to be sort of in classrooms and training rooms, teaching and training and educating. And, um, you know, it's a huge amount of numbers, but that just means that we're going to be able to impact loads of people, uh, you know, nationally to get started, but absolutely globally as well uh, as we look at the second half of 2022, which is really cool. Um, you know, and then on the back of all those wins, there's always challenges. And, you know, the, like I said, the franchise model has been a huge challenge to get off the ground. Uh, and there's been lots of learnings, lots of personal learnings, lots of business learnings, uh, you know, lots of lots of increasing ironing of creases there, uh, especially as we launched the first the first model in the first site, we had a few little challenges that, you know, that you can't really just, you can't really prepare for until it's actually on on the ground and rolling. So uh, to be able to get through that uh, was tough at the time, uh, though looking back now, it only just builds you stronger uh, to get through the rest of the shit times that are going to come um, because I know there's going to be plenty more of them and uh, it'd be very, very naive of me to think that there wouldn't be, but I know there will be. Uh, so again, supporting yourself with the right people is always important. Uh, but you know, sometimes you, you do hit those walls and you do hit those moments where you're like, shit, do I want to do this anymore? Or is it worth it anymore? Is it even going to work? Uh, are people going to buy into it? Uh, you know, Are we going to get the result and the response from the, from the public that we thought we are going to get? Uh, and sometimes you don't, sometimes you do, sometimes you doubt yourself, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you just got to put your big big boy pants on and just get back out there and work, you know. Uh, and doing that sometimes can be really tough. Uh, you know, I went through this little phase where I I was on my morning runs consistently day in, day out, weekends, didn't really matter. It didn't matter where I was around Australia, I'd go for a morning run. Uh, and luckily it was here in Melbourne. One morning, I pretty much ran my, I do like a six to seven K run and I pretty much, you know, run three and a half Ks up and run three and a half Ks back. Uh, and pretty much just as I got to the turning point, I tore ligaments in my ankle uh, on this stupid little rock that was on the grass because I always run on the grass, um, look after my feet and the joints and I never run on the footpath. And on that piece of grass was this stupid little rock. I run this path every single day. Uh, and it just destroyed my ankle. I didn't fall to the ground, but it uh, absolutely destroyed. It. And I've got previous ankle histories from, you know, playing football. Um, and the ankle just blew up. And I looked down at it, and within like two minutes, I could see my my sock just exploding. Uh, and that was my ankle saying, "You know what, mate, you're done." So I hobbled home. I actually ran home still uh, because I wanted to get back as quick as possible. So I could put ice on it, but I don't think running was a great idea but from that day from that moment uh you know i had a couple of days off i was like yeah i let it rest let it rest and it wasn't actually getting better uh, until i had a friend look at it and she's like yeah you've torn ligaments in your ankle and if anyone knows it actually takes longer to recover from torn ligaments than actually from a broken ankle uh so it's still this is like three four months on there's still a little bit of pain there uh, and i'm doing my best but that little moment there threw me out majorly Looking back, yeah, it's absolutely my fault for allowing that to happen. Uh, but you know that that shifted my morning routine. Which, if you're if you know me well and you've been listening to the previous episodes, you'll know that my morning routine is a real key thing uh, and a real key part of my day to make sure that I get that right. And I guess you know you speak to a lot of the successful people and you listen to a lot of their uh, you know their, their top tips. It's always about a morning routine. Morning routine sets the day. And for me to to, to to stuff that up uh, from an ankle injury that stopped me from running. Uh, and then for me to sort of go back a little bit, it was really tough to get back on the bandwagon and to get back into those morning runs. And, and I think that did start to 
impact me as a person. Uh, and again, for those of you who have, you know, had that morning routine or had a training routine that you've you're stuck to, whether it's you know hitting the gym or, or, or doing whatever it is, going for a walk, going for a run, uh, whatever it is, you know, doing yoga in the morning, and then you miss it for a couple of days, and you get on that little bit of a downward spiral where you miss it for a week or two, and then you start to you just start to physically feel shit. You start to mentally feel shit, emotionally, spiritually, everything else that comes on the back of it. Uh, and it's only been maybe like the last month that I've actually got back in the routine of it. Am I running my 7Ks? Nah, because I can't. My ankle's still a bit sore. Um, but I'm doing my runs. I'm doing more shorter distance, high intensity. Not running the full distance, but still trying to get the pump on, still trying to burn some calories. Uh, and I'm, you know, getting back on, on onto the right eating patterns as well, which is really important. So, you know, that ankle injury, that ankle, that simple thing of going for a run, rolling my ankle, really impacted on so many different levels. Uh, and because it impacted me as a person, it started to impact the businesses, because we are always extensions of our businesses. Like, if you're a business owner, the business is an extension of you. You know, and, and when I work with people to have them understand that, like, I'm sure I'm a very visual, colorful person. Hence, why our vending machines are very visual and colorful. You know, if you worked with a more of an auditory, auditory person and kinesthetic, I couldn't imagine their machines would look like that uh, and they wouldn't have a very colorful office and very colorful lifestyle and always wear colorful clothes because that's like right now I'm wearing red Pumas, bright red Puma shoes, you know. Um, you know, a, a kinesthetic person probably wouldn't be doing that. But that's just me. That's my style. So you, you can see how quickly, you know, you can start to shift uh, and then it starts to flow on and, and have that ripple, of, uh, ripple effect in the wrong way, um, you know. So again, that there's a really key important thing that I wanted to touch on is that if you do have that morning routine and if, and if for whatever reason you do have an injury or something comes up where you can't deliver on it, then catch it quickly and think of a new way to, you know, to combat that and keep you in state. Because if, if for me, you know, like it took me too long. It took me too long to get back on the bandwagon. And the only reason I did was because here in Melbourne, it's starting to get a little bit better weather. At the moment, it's actually pretty poor weather. For mid-November, it's uh, like 14 degrees outside. It's I'm looking out the window now. It's dark clouds. It's midday here. It's dark clouds. Real boring day. Real just like, what the fuck's going on here? Sort of day. Uh, but, you know, the, the, we've had a couple of days of warm weather. And that warm weather, you know, as we all do, you see the sun and you sort of smile and you feel happy. So I thought, you know what, I'll go for my run. And I started getting back into it. And it's only been, like I said, a, a couple of weeks, if not a month or so. Where I've got back into that routine and, and I can already start to feel a better, uh, better vibe personally. Like I said, physically and mentally as well. So that's really important to uh, to think about if you do have that morning routine and it does get shifted a bit, how you can start to to to, to get back into it. And I, and I think a key thing as well is to for yourself is to get the right people around you. You know, that was probably the biggest thing for me getting through this period is having the right people around me. You know, and I've still got a the same mentor I've had for the last three years. I've still got. Still got him uh, and a support network and group that comes along with that. Uh, and then, you know, having family and friends around you, but the right family and friends, because unfortunately you can't choose your family. Uh, you can choose your friends. Uh, you definitely can. But again, really, I'm not saying throw them on the street or throw them in the bin if they're not serving you. But at the same time, just really think about, you know, how much are they topping up your cup? Are they always drinking, 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 but not topping up you? Uh, and that's a really key thing to think about. Uh, and you know what? Some people might look at that and say, oh, you know, they're your family, you've got to spend time with them. Well, yeah, you do, but you can just limit that time uh, and you limit the conversations and the directions that they go to make sure that, you know, they don't always drink from you and it doesn't always feel like it's an effort to have to go there and be that person. So 
uh, have the right people around you, get the right, get the right, get a mentor, get a coach, get a little support group, get a little network, get a little, get your own little advisory board going on, like whatever it might be, just do that. You know, the people that I've got around me are incredible. I pay them good amount of money to keep me in, in check. And sometimes when I'm not feeling the greatest, sometimes I just need a bit of a kick up the ass. Say, hey man, what the fuck's going on? Get your shit together. And sometimes that's all it takes. And you know, someone like me, I can take it like that. You know, I don't need no no um, no sandwich feedback as I like to call it. I can just take it straight. And you know, but they know that. The people around me know that. That's how they give it to me. So I'd highly suggest get the right people around you. Because um, for me personally, that's what's helped me get through this year. Through the tough times, you know, having the right people there to support you is what's always going to get you through. So, I definitely encourage that. Uh, and you know what? The key thing for me was really looking at when all these challenges were coming up uh, was creating that solution mindset. Was creating that cool, you know. And I can tell you a story right here, right now. It happened. What's today? Saturday. So three days ago, four days ago on Thursday. Uh, rolling out a new supplier of the new meals for for real food vending and because of melbourne cup the last couple of days here in, in australia melbourne cup public holiday so the whole bloody country definitely victoria shuts down everyone tunes into their tv and watches these horses run around uh and they call it the race of stops the nation because that's what actually happened so everyone tunes in watches this race but because of that it threw out their kitchen, threw out our orders. Bit of bit of my mistake, bit of their mistake. Anyway, come Thursday for our new fresh fresh day, fresh meals, new supplier, ready to rock and roll. I get an I check in with an email on Wednesday night, just be like, hey, just checking in, all good for Thursday morning pickup. I'll be there at seven a.m. I get an email back like half an hour later saying, hey, your meals aren't ready. Uh, and this is like I said, maybe eight p.m. at night. So 8 p.m. Wednesday night, I get an email saying that my meals aren't ready for a Thursday morning um, pickup and it needs to be done Thursday because the other days around the week are fully booked out. So it needs to be done on that day. I've already allocated that time and the second half of the day was already booked out as well. So I needed that morning period. Uh, but because it was so late, there's not a lot you can do in the day. So we had to wait pretty much till first thing Thursday morning. Uh, and, you know, creating a solution mindset, you know, just getting in there, getting on the phone, coming up with solutions and challenges and you know what? To overcome the challenges and you know the first few that I that I suggested weren't of any value, couldn't be achieved. But it almost just came to a stage where I'm just like, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. It's either we go with it or you know, this partnership isn't gonna continue. Uh, and it hadn't even started yet. So we pretty much Yeah, made it happen. And within the space of maybe half an hour and this is all happening at 6 o'clock in the morning 6.30 in the morning Thursday morning uh, we'd come up with a solution and then you know what it was a real good real good tick uh, to know that we've partnered with the right people with the new suppliers to know that they were also in a solution mindset they weren't in a this is just the way it is bad luck it was great there's a there's been a bit of a stuff up on both parties from both sides how do we fix this up? Not bad luck, go and figure it out. We'll see you tomorrow when we, we'll cook today, Thursday, and we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. That's when I knew that we'd partner with the right people. That's when I knew that we'd partner with people who into the future are going to want to see us grow. And again, for that there, if you're in business and you're looking at partnering with other brands and other companies to support you and help you grow and leverage what they do, make sure you partner with the right people. Sometimes price point isn't always the best thing. And I can tell you that from experience these new partners that we've got yeah they're a bit more pricier but fuck first day on the job we're working together yeah there's a bit of a stuff up but how quickly did we come up with a solution love that with my old suppliers would that have ever happened don't know probably not 
you know. Uh, so, and it's a bit of a there's a bit of a gap in the price point. It's very different. But now knowing that I've got a team of people that I can rely on, where you know if shit hits the fan, that there's always a solution, and we've come up with that on day one. Then uh, you know, moving forward, it's always an exciting time. So that there would be a key takeaway. Probably one of my biggest things for 2019, creating that solution mindset. There's always an answer. I remember when I was working in construction, uh, you know, like I said, I spent about 10 and a half, 11 years working in construction as, as a carpenter. And I worked with this guy and he'd been doing it for that long that he had seen everything. He'd been doing it for like 35, 40 years. So any, any problem, any challenge, any issue that we ever had, he had seen it before. Obviously, for me, being new to the game, I had never seen it. So it was always great to have him there because what it meant was was that any shit that ever happened, in my first five years of construction, I learned pretty much how to handle everything. There was nothing, even in the second half of my, my journey, there was nothing that ever came up that I hadn't seen before or couldn't handle. And I'd heard pretty much every story under the sun around why things work and why things don't work and how you do this and how you do that. So when it did come to the stage of shit happening, at a very young age, I was almost like the go-to guy because I had the answers. But that was because I learned off someone else. Someone else that had like 40 years experience and gave it to me in like a five-year in a five-year period before he retired. That was pretty cool to be able to learn that. And then now bringing it forward to now, I was like, yeah, cool. Well, you know what? The same way I learned that in that period of time this is exactly the same thing I'm going to have to do on this business journey and it's exactly the same thing you're going to have to do on this business journey if it is business you're in. Even life itself, like shit happens on a daily basis and you know we can't always just go home and cry and sit in, you know, sit in our room and blame the whole world. Sometimes we're going to have to, again, put your big boy pants on, your big girl pants on and make that happen. Make it happen. Come up with a solution. Like this is what this is what I really look nail it down to is the the ones that are real successful because it's not like they don't have shit that happens to them they absolutely have shit that happens to them they probably have bigger challenges bigger problems and bigger things thrown their way uh, than what than what we do but they just handle this shit and they just make it happen there's always a way like there is always a way even in the time in the period even on Thursday morning for me I was like freaking out even I was like what the fuck are we gonna do. Uh, you know, and I was just like thinking outside the box, and yeah, it got to me a little bit. And sometimes I know I can feel it coming on. Is that I just, it just feels like it's all getting too heavy? Uh, but you know what? I've got little anchors set up. I've got things set up in my way that I can get out of that very quickly, snap out of it, and get back on that creative side, not on the logical side. Get back on the creative side of the brain and start thinking, well, cool. What are we going to do? How are we going to make this happen? What's going to be the process to get it up and running? What's going to be the process to get these meals out to these machines because they need to be restocked. Because the old ones have now hit their expiry date. We cannot leave them in there for an extra day. Because if someone buys them, there's an opportunity of someone getting sick, which is not what we want. And then a whole legal case and court case opens up because we didn't restock our meals. So really important there. Um, you know, and then just think about it. Solution versus problem-minded uh, you know, mindset. What's, what's it going to be for you? How are you going to really be positioning that? And I'm sure you can already think of stories and moments and times in your life and situations and scenarios where you've been caught in a situation where it hasn't panned out the way you wanted it to and you had to come up with a solution. I look at driving like that. Driving is very solution mindset. Like if you just stay left brain and just stay on the accelerator for 60 k's an hour, you're going to hit the car in front of you if you hit the brake. Like you, and you need to be able to swerve and adapt and pivot and move and change lanes. You need to have a good, good view and surrounding of who's around you in regards to the cars and you know, that's why they put mirrors there. That's why they teach you. 
you know, do a do a do a blind spot. You know, you check your blind spot, check your mirrors. You know, all the time, so you know what's around you. Same sort of thing as this. When you know what's around you, you can create solutions a lot quicker and have a quicker response time um, to this, which is which is really important. So. Uh, I hope that was a good, little bit of good content for you there. I thought I'd add that in uh, just off the, off the cuff. It sort of just came to me uh, as I was sharing some of those stories a bit earlier. Uh, but you know what? For me, what I really want to do for you guys on this episode is, like I said, just give you a quick update on where things are at, where I'm at, where it's all going. And you know what? What the, what the rest of 2019 and what 2020 holds, uh, Real Food Vending is going to be expanding into uh, state. I was about to say international because that is definitely happening. Uh, but I'd say that's probably going to be more end of 2020, if not the start of 2021. Uh, but definitely interstate, uh, working on a deal at the moment with a, a, an, a, an amazing guy in Sydney who wants to take the, the franchise on there and potentially become our master franchisee where he'll look after the entire state. So there's so much happening uh, there. This is going to open up another whole, a whole experience. And you know what? It's probably going to come with equally as many challenges, if not more, as launching what we did here in Melbourne. But I'm really excited for that. And and you know what? I think, I think I'm going to do an episode uh, because of recent time, I, I actually did a I did a live presentation. Well, it was a Zoom call presentation to a to a group of, of ladies, actually. Uh, and they were from all over the Australia, Australia. And it was being run by a, a friend of mine who's actually living in Bali. And a key topic that I touched on was then was like time management and time, you know, prioritizing and understanding how to get more done in your day. Because uh, I was actually working full time in construction when I built Real Food Vending, and it was only a year ago now, just over a year ago, that I actually stopped working full time in construction and left the trade life behind, hung up the tool belt, as they would say, um, and you know started working full time in my businesses, which is which is absolutely amazing. Uh, but how did I do that at that time? And even now, how do I run multiple multiple successful businesses and spend so much time traveling? Uh, you know, I think in the month of, I think it was August. I spent more days sleeping in a hotel than what I did in my own bed. Um, you know, I think I spent of the thirty odd days. I think it was like twenty one days or nights, however you want to say it, was spent outside of you know Melbourne, um, which is incredible. But how do I do all that? Uh, so I shared that with them. So I'm thinking I might do a bit of a, con- uh, a content piece uh, through the podcast and I share that with you guys and exactly how I do that. Uh, and you know what? I'm guaranteed is going to be some takeaways because to be able to, you know, from the people that I've learned it off, and what they do to then pass it on to me, it's a, it's a huge, huge, huge learning that I know that every single one of you will be able to take something away from. Uh, and you know what? It's going to be a key topic on on all these amazing guests that I have come on is how they do it. Because you know what? There might be something that I take that you take away. There might be something that someone else says that you take away, and then all of a sudden you've got four people teaching you what they do on this example of time management. Like how do they manage their time? How do they get so much shit done in, a, in the same 24 hours that we all have? Same 24 hours. Same 24 hours. So that's really cool. Uh, and, you know, on the back of that, you know, we've got some really cool things coming up, as I mentioned, on the on the event and, and, and coaching and speaking space. A lot of events coming up. A uh, big one coming up at the end of oh, early December. I think the second week of December we're running it, uh, where we're going to be really focusing on what 2020 is going to look like, really planning some, planting out those goals uh, and really mapping them out and really not just, you know, giving yourself a goal. And, I, and I, I, what I'll do is I'll, I'll encourage you to do this, is when you write a goal down, don't just write goals down for, what you want for 2019 which is great it's all well and good to write them up on a piece of paper and stick them up on the wall and create your little vision board and, and whatever it, whatever you do but you know what's real important 
is creating like a path and a map to how you're actually going to make that happen. Like how are you going to achieve that goal? The goal looks great. The goal, like you know, writing the goal is a fun part. That's cool. Writing down goals is real fun. But you know what? Mapping out how you're going to make it happen, that's not as sexy. That's not as fun. Because you've got to do numbers and you've got to do some thinking. And you've actually got to go back on the left brain and start thinking a little bit more analytical and say, well, how am I going to actually make this happen? But you know what? That's where the magic is. Because when you get to the end of 2020 and you look back, you're going to say, shit, every single one of those goals and every single thing that I said that I was going to do and how I was going to make that happen, I did it and look where we are. That's what you're going to say compared to just writing the goal down, sticking it on the wall, getting halfway through and being like, shit, I'm not even one step closer to achieving that because you don't really even have a path you know it's 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 a little bit silly when you think about it absolutely silly thinking that you can just write a goal down and not actually map out how you're going to achieve it what you're going to do so i want you to think about that when you guys prepare for 2020 uh, and those of you who are in melbourne reach out uh, you know if you want to come along to the event let me know uh reach out via social media if you'd like on that note, social media, both both uh, Facebook and Instagram are absolutely crushing it at the moment. Uh, big push on the branding and big push on getting getting the name out there. Um, so again, both of them are just Jamie Totino, J-A-M-I-E-T-O-T-I-N-O. Go ahead and uh, go give those a follow. Uh, but reach out if you know that 2020 is going to be that year for you. And if you know what, you're probably sick of 2017, 2018, 2019 repeating itself. Uh, then, And we've all heard that quote. We've all heard it. If nothing changes, nothing changes. If you don't do anything different, you're going to continue to get the same results. What's the uh, definition of insanity? Continually doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Uh, so reach out if you want some want some more info on that. More than happy to help out, which is really exciting coming into the end of the year uh, and then into the new year of 2020. How cool does that sound? 2020, huh? Love it, love it. But again, I'd love for you guys to share these uh, the the podcast with your friends and family. Share some of these episodes, ones that you've really taken a lot from. Uh, but like I said, be prepared for what's to come. This next six weeks, seven weeks to finish off 2019 are going to be absolutely huge. Got some huge guests teamed up that have already confirmed. We've already picked dates and they're already locked in. There's a few more, just a little sneaky one. There's a few more that I'm working on uh, that we haven't confirmed dates yet, purely based on the fact that we're all quite busy people and it is a busy time of the year obviously coming into Christmas so I don't want to take them away from their family time but at the same time I know they've got a lot of amazing value and content to give so I want to make sure we can get them in front of the mic and blasting their amazing value out to you listening wherever you might be all around the world uh but again guys this has been really exciting uh to get back in front of the mic i'm actually really enjoying this we're 30 minutes in and i reckon i could speak for another two hours uh on what's been happening but i don't want to take up too much more of your time uh what i do want to do though is get you to make sure that you subscribe to the podcast make sure that you share this share these podcasts with all your friends and family because like i said these speakers that are about to be coming up and these amazing guests and i'm going to be interviewing uh, and really picking their brains on, not taking it lightly, not taking it easy. I'm going to be pushing them. One of them actually asked me, uh, what are we going to be covering? I said, you better be ready to be broken down because you know these surface level questions and these surface level sort of content is good. But you know what? The listeners want more. Surface level content's everywhere. The listeners want more. People out there want more. They want to, they want to know the real dirty shit. They want to know what people don't know. They want to know what happens behind the scenes when no one's watching. That's where I'm going to be going with it. Uh, so I hope you guys can check in and listen into those ones. 
I would encourage you, like I said, to share this with your friends and family. Make sure they get onto it as well. Anyone you think they can learn something, anyone you think out there, you know, who needs to learn, grow, do, and then repeat because it's an onward cycle consistently. Keep turning up, keep learning, keep actioning it, keep putting it into action, keep implementing. That's the do part. That's the do part. And then you repeat it. And then you repeat it over and over and consistently keep turning up, keep dominating, keep doing your thing. And as, as I've been saying over recent time, and those of you who know this will know it well, being good is not good enough anymore. Being good is not, getting good results is not good enough anymore. It's time to be great. On that note, have an amazing day, morning, evening, whatever time of the day it is for you uh, as you listen to this amazing podcast. Continue dominating, be great, and I look forward to talking to you really all nice and soon. Take care. Bye-bye for now.